This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times briefing on Sunday the 14th of May. The leader of Britain's nursing union has performed a dramatic U-turn, telling the Sunday Times exclusively that she wants a double-digit pay rise for the profession. Pat Cullen, the General Secretary of the Royal College of Nursing, previously advised members to accept the government's offer of 5%. The membership then rejected the deal by 54% to 46% and are preparing to ballot over further strike action. Roy Lilly, a former NHS Trust chairman, has told Times Radio that it doesn't reflect well on the RCN. The nurses are being balloted for another strike because their six months um, of strike action has, has expired. And, and there was a row over the last day of that. The RCN got the calculations wrong, ended up in the High Court and paying the Department of Health's costs because they lost that. So, I mean, they, they've not really distinguished themselves, I think, perhaps is the best I can say, in the way they've conducted all this. Ukraine says the hometown of their Eurovision entry was hit by missiles from Russia just minutes before the act went on stage in Liverpool last night. Two people are believed to have been hurt in the western city of Ternopil. Ukrainian MP Kira Rudik has told Times Radio that this isn't somewhere that Russia has targeted before. We know that there was an infrastructure object that was hit and this is one of the farthest uh, targets that Russia ever took since the beginning of the full-scale invasion. So for you to understand, it's uh, a city, actually like a small town, really far west in Ukraine, uh, and they have not been targeted before. Russia's invasion meant Ukraine couldn't stage the contest, and so the UK stepped in. In last night's contest, the UK came second from last, with Sweden taking the top spot. The polls have opened in the Turkey's presidential election. President Erdogan faces the biggest electoral test of his 20 years in power from a unified opposition led by Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu. If neither of the men get more than 50% of the vote and secure an outright win, there will be a runoff later this month. Frederik Geerdink is a journalist and expert on Turkey who was banned from the region and exiled to the Netherlands. She's told Times Radio it's a momentous day. In short, you could say at stake is democracy. If Erdogan would win, then, you know, authoritarianism will be stronger. He will keep more, get more control over institutions, over press. But if Kılıç Dagolu wins opposition candidate, then it's, it's not like authoritarianism is over immediately, but he will at least start um, a road towards democracy. And, and that is uh, necessary. And the world's largest refugee camp is under threat from a tropical cyclone in the Bay of Bengal. One million people live there in flimsy shelters. The cyclone is forecast to be the strongest since 2010 when it hits Myanmar and Bangladesh today. There's more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.